Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to this very, very spooky episode of Opinion Central. So, this episode is, is really, really unique and cool because it's coming out on Halloween. October 31st happens to be on a Sunday this year, the year of 2021. And that's pretty cool because the next time an Opinion Central episode will be released on the same day as Halloween, uh, that's considering if we keep up with the Sunday releases, uh, won't be until October of 2027. So this is a very, very unique and special episode, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. Now, Connor... A very busy guy, and he is unable to be joining us today on this on this special day. He is busy moving and and adjusting to new living environments, and he is he has so much stuff. I, you know, I'm I'm not gonna pressure him into anything because he's a busy guy. So hopefully he'll be back next week with some more moving stories. Uh, it's. It's this this show is really starting to become Opinion Central on the road because Connor just keeps on hopping around everywhere. But anyway, since he isn't here, I am I am taking the lead of the of the show today. And as I was thinking of ideas for for this episode, there's there's the usual I guess spooky story, tell a spooky story, uh, scary scary stuff. But I thought, instead of me telling you a made-up spooky story or, or something of that nature, I want to tell you what spooked me just throughout phases of my life. A lot of these stories are from when I was younger. Just the weirdest things. And, and I'm sure you all know, understand what, what I'm talking about, where when you're a kid, really anywhere from age, what, four, five, up until, honestly, middle school, there are things that scare you that wouldn't scare normal, more mature people. Because I got to admit, I don't, I don't necessarily get scared anymore. I'm 21 years old, and I, I, I don't, I can watch horror movies. I can watch, I yeah, I can watch horror movies, all, all that stuff, and I don't get too scared. I actually just, just watched Last Night in Soho, which is a kind of psychedelic horror crazy film. It it was it was actually super good, and it was directed by Edgar Wright, I believe, who is a fantastic fantastic director. He he's the guy. Yeah, Ed, Edgar Wright. He did Baby Driver, Shaun of the Dead, Scott Pilgrim versus the versus the World. Some some really good films, and uh, yeah, this one starred uh, Thomas McKenzie, Anya Taylor Joy, and Matt Smith, which were three three pretty big names. And it was good. It was it was a pretty pretty interesting film, and I, I really liked it. And yeah, it was a, a spooky a spooky film. And when it comes to spooky films, the only thing that gets me, and this comes with to, to horror films, this comes to video game horror video games. The only thing that actually scares me are just jump scares. If they're a good jump scare, because normally I can predict a jump scare. Uh, but if I can't, if I don't predict the jump scare. I, I, I do kind of jump out of my seat for a little bit, but after that, I'm not too bad. 
Um, and then as as along the lines of like gore horror, it's more of I'm not like scared or afraid of it. I'm just kind of disgusted at it, so I kind of cringe when I watch it. But yeah, generally horror stuff doesn't necessarily gets me the way I guess it used to. I I know I've gone to a haunted house with some friends. This was a couple years ago. There was maybe eight of us, and we kind of did two groups of group of four and a group of four, and this was like the perfect. The perfect like haunted house night because we're driving to this place and you know three four five different cars and it is raining and windy and it's fall so <laughs> you're getting there leaves are blowing around it's 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 giving you that spooky feeling and then we get there one of the employees shows up in a Michael Myers mask speaking of Michael Myers I also did see Halloween Kills not that great. It was a very bad movie. It it was, you know, after the Halloween kind of reboot in 2018 did so well. I mean, the the 2018 Halloween movie was supposed to be a standalone film, but then it did so well where they're like, hey, we're going to make two more. So Halloween Kills being the second film, they couldn't really do anything because there's supposed to be a third one. So it was just really messy and bad. And it was not scary whatsoever. But I guess I guess that's what you get for with those movies. But anyway, yeah, so back to the haunted house experience. We get there. It's raining. There's a lot of stuff going on. And we get there. We wait in line. You know, there's employees running around with masks and stuff. And, you know, you'd go into the port john and then come out and they'd be right there to jump you or something. And then we go into the house, into our, into our two groups. And usually you want, like, the person who gets scared the most to be up front because it's the funniest. And so we would do that. And and I usually, for me personally, whenever it comes to watching a horror film or doing anything like that, it's either to watch someone else suffer, which is, it sounds so terrible to say, but it, it, it's funny. Or, so it's either to watch someone like go through it and enjoy that, their experience, or to just make fun of it. So I, I use a lot of like comedy when it comes to horror or right, sarcasm, maybe. Uh, so especially with these past two Halloween films, you know, the Halloween in 2018 and Halloween Kills that just came out this year, I went with my one friend both of these times, and we just made fun of the film both of the times. Uh, because, you know, a lot of horror films are kind of jokes these days. Um, there, there really aren't many great horror films. I, I think some good ones lately have been the, the two Quiet Place movies. Those were both pretty great. Uh, Last Night in Soho was great, but I'm not going to just call it a, a horror film because it was also a mystery and it was also a... It, there, that, that film crossed a lot of different genres, which is another reason why I really liked it. But yeah, there's not many good horror films out there anymore, so I just go to them to make fun of them. <laughs> but yeah, at, at this haunted house, that that's all I did. I was just standing in the back of the group and watching people get scared because I, I generally just don't. So it it really has been you know, years since I've been like afraid of something. And I'm going to talk about some of those things. I'm going to talk about, I I think there's maybe two or three specific things that come to mind of, of, of things I was generally scared of. And two of them come straight from my basement. (laughs) So, so in my basement, how it's kind of set up is that the, the, the majority of the basement is furnished carpet, different rooms there's like a a 
basement living room with a couch, TV, ping pong table, kitchen. There's a bedroom, bathroom, workout room. And then on the other half of, of the basement is still concrete and it's just storage back there. And that's where like our water heaters are, our AC unit, all, all the stuff's back there. And there's also a crawl space actually up there as well where you could store stuff. And so this was, I think it was second grade. I, I don't know why I think it's second grade. I, that's just the grade that comes to my mind when I think of it. But there was, it's, it's, it's just back by the circuit breaker. There was just this green light. It's a green dot, uh, like the John Legend song, Give Me the Green Light. And uh, it was just, that's all it was. It was just this, this simple little green light. And <laughs> what would happen is, is my friends and I, we would turn off the lights in this back half of the basement, the concrete, scary storage back half of the basement. And this green light, it'd be maybe, I don't know, 20-ish yards away, 15, something like that. And we would just be terrified of it because we'd shut the door, turn off the lights, be pitch black in this, in this back room, and all we would see is this green light off in the distance just truly terrified of it and we always had this thing like hey i bet you won't go touch it right now and then what would happen is one of us would be like okay fine i'll do it i'll do it okay sure yeah okay fine i'll do it and we'll start you know start walking towards it and when someone would get maybe halfway or three quarters of the way there we would all just open the door shut the door and leave <laughs> we couldn't do it and so we'd leave whoever was brave enough to actually try and do it that day just stuck in the room until they would find their way back and get out. And and there were some friends who were able to do it. I actually can't remember if I ever did it. And if I did ever do it, it was probably an irony of of like me being, you know, I, I was probably like mature, mature in the sense of not afraid of a green light. And I'd just walk up to it in the dark touch and it'd be like, yeah. I've bested you. And that was the most of it. But yeah, that was like one of the the silliest things. And and I'm sure most of you listening can have have a similar not a similar to the sense of a green light, but a similar experience in terms of there was just something you were afraid of and it made no sense on why you were afraid of it. So the other one that took place in the basement, in that back half of the room, was this crawl space. This crawl space was it was a little it was elevated so we needed to like climb up into it uh i'd say it was it's probably five feet off the off the ground so you you need like a ladder or there there uh we have a salt softener and we would usually store the bags of salt right in front of it so we'd climb up the bags of salt and then go into this room and there was a light switch you know two light bulbs in there and i also probably second grade, second, first, third grade in between there. I made that room my Lego room. So I'm a big fan of Legos. I have a lot of them. Uh, the main series that I collect is Star Wars, but I also have a lot of Pirates of the Caribbean. For a while, I had every Pirates of the Caribbean set, but they have released new ones since. Um, I have some Lego Marvel in DC, and then I just have some random ones, but Star Wars is the big one I have. But I would, I, I would store my sets up there up in this in this storage room, the Lego room, crawl space. And, you know, we would also have the big containers of Legos that we'd go up there and build with my friends. We'd just play, whatever. 
And when we were initially getting in there, there was this object. It was kind of in the back corner of this of this crawl space. And we couldn't really make out what it was. And the light bulb, the second light bulb, because there are two light bulbs in this crawl space. One, like right when you get in, and then one on the other half of the room. The one on the other half of the room was out. So we'd get in there, only half the room would be lit, and we'd see back in this corner of, of the back end of, the, of this, this crawl space would just be this this little object. And my friends and I thought it was a tarantula. <laughs> I don't like spiders. Not not then. I'm, I'm okay with them now. But we thought it was a tarantula just chilling there. So what we would do is we'd get my Legos and throw it at it and see if we could hit it. Normally we couldn't. And we would just keep on throwing the Legos, keep on throwing it. And this is how the Lego room literally came to be because we would, we went in this crawl space, saw it, and then we started bringing my Legos up into this crawl space and throwing Legos across the room trying to hit this this object, this so, so-called tarantula. And this happened for months. This wasn't like a one-day thing. This wasn't like a week-long thing. This was... You know, I'd have my friends over on the weekend or after a day of school, and we would go up in this crawl space and throw Legos at this object. So it got to the point where we finally called my mom up. And and obviously, this is just, again, goes back to us being young, dumb, and young, uh, where this thing hadn't moved at all for the weeks that we've been messing with it. We've hit it. I We did hit it a couple times, and nothing happened. So clearly, it was either a dead tarantula, which still why would it be a tarantula or it was just not a tarantula and we couldn't come to that conclusion finally got got the mom we called up called up my mom she gets in this place walks up to it picks it up brings it over to us and it's this blue uh, squishy whale just covered in cobwebs and we were like oh okay that's not bad we're good we're not scared anymore thanks mom and then we changed the light bulb and then we were like, or I was like, hey, all the Legos are up here now. Why don't we just keep them up here? And then that's, you know, that became the Lego room afterwards. That's, uh, you know, we moved all my Lego sets up there. I don't even, I can't even remember. I think before my Lego sets were in that crawl space, they were in the workout room or just kind of scattered around the house. So it was nice to have like this defined place that no one else is going to care about in my family. They're not going to be like, hey, I want to, I want that spot. Uh, it's like, it's not, it's not the best spot. It's <laughs> the ceiling. It's like a three foot, four foot roof. You know, when I was young, it was okay, but now I'm six, three. So every time I'm in there, it's like after a couple minutes, I'm, I'm starting to feel it, but it's just, uh, it was nice to have a space to, to store all that stuff in there. And so, yeah, that just became the leg room after we spent weeks trying to throw Legos at a, a blue whale. And the blue whale is still in the leg room. We 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 do keep it in there as a as a reminder of how this how that place came to be. But yeah, those are those are kind of two of the big big stories of of where I was scared. Obviously, there's always the uh, nightmares. As as children, you you have a lot of kind of wild nightmares, and and there's a couple that I do specifically remember that I was afraid of. One of them being. I would be outside playing basketball with like my brothers and we would go and like aliens would show up. Oh no, it's an alien invasion. And so I would run downstairs and hide under the bed in the basement. And then what would happen is 
it would cut to me looking under the bed frame two two pairs of alien feet show up in that room and then the dream would end that's all it was uh, but i remember being terrified of it and the in that room specifically specifically that i went into when i had the dream and the other one this was the other big one that i had that i i remember being really afraid of and it's so weird this one's so weird my brothers and i were in the basement and we're hanging out as brothers do and this i feel like i was probably eight 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 kind of makes sense uh <laughs> and we're all we're all down there and then a bunch of magnemites show up and and for those of you who don't know magnemite is a pokemon it's a pokemon with two uh, it's like a it's like a circle it's a circle with two magnets coming out and like a bolt on its head and i yeah so there were just a bunch of magnemites that showed up and they were trying to kill us and so we try to run away and we're running up the stairs and obviously my brothers are faster than me so they get up the stairs and shut the door on me and i died to magnemite it was so it was so brutal and sad and scary but those are like the two dreams I remember the most of of me being afraid of. So I, I I guess that's I guess that's something. But when it comes to like horror and and scariness in general, and like trying to think of something that does do a good job at at scaring people, obviously. Obviously, when it comes to just scaring people, the, the jump scare is always the best way to get someone because that's just – it's just an easy, easy way to scare someone. You just like, hey, here I am, boo, and then they jump, right? That That's that's a really easy thing to do, that, that suspense uh, horror. And, and it's like movies. You can tell when movies do it well or TV shows do it well because there's so many so many things that play a part in building up that, that suspense and then scaring the person biggest i i think the biggest thing is the music and how it pairs up with the cinematography because if the music doesn't it the music is the suspense sure like what's going on on the screen helps but the music is the key to that suspense and so when you have like a great a great like horror soundtrack and someone who really knows how to shoot their film and it, that that's that's when you know like a horror film will be be pretty good um like i said there haven't been many great ones in the past it feels like horror films they they kind of came and go where probably in the i i feel like just like the 2000s the 2000 2000 2010 those are those are some of some of the like that's the better era of horror films if if i were to throw a decade out there um also like old horror films do a great job in in the 80s and 90s you had a lot of horror films just that were great uh and yeah it it really is sad because as of late (laughs) for the past five ten years haven't there hasn't been a whole lot that have been too impressive like super impressive there, there have been the few, but but still. Now, I personally prefer horror video games. 
Although uh, I, I obviously love watching films and shows, and, and there's not a lot of horror shows out there. Uh, I know the one, The Haunting on the House of the Hill. I think that's a Netflix one. That one's obviously, I, I've heard good things about it. But I I prefer horror video games because they're interactive. You, you're playing a part in it. Uh, you know, some that just come to mind are like Until Dawn or Little Nightmares, Outlast. Uh, Slenderman. Oh, wow. Slenderman, the original Slenderman game. I remember my brother playing it in our basement on his laptop with like three of his friends surrounding the screen. Lights off at like midnight. Ho yeah, I, I just horror video games just bring you into the experience so much more. And, and, and you know, there's uh, some new horror video games that have been really good. You know, Phasmophobia is one where you team up with three other people and you try to like find ghosts and determine what kind of ghosts they are it's it, it's it's really neat and and i think horror video games do a good job at not only the the multiplayer ones and bringing people together and creating a collective horror experience but the single player ones also do a really good job at building that suspense and i can tell you and also uh, you know the big big franchise of horror is resident evil but i i can tell you even just from watching i, I watched someone play the resident evil games and I've also played the Resident Evil games, but when you are running away from like the the big baddest in the, I'm thinking particularly of Resident Evil Two, uh, and in this game, there's this big bad like scary scary dude, and he'll just break through a wall and then chase after you. It is the most ch chilling, but oh, it is terrifying. And you just keep on running, hoping that like he doesn't get to you. And then if you ever get to the, to a dead end, and you know he's still after you, it's it's so bad. It is uh, you get chilled to the core, and and that's you don't really get that experience in movies. You you just don't because you're watching it instead of you're the guy who decides how scared you get there, right? So I I, I do really really enjoy uh, horror video games, and and they're a lot of fun. I, I mean the big kind of i guess mainstream one is five night at freddy's that one's that one became very big when it was out and you know it's so big you can get them on your phone and just play them on your phone if you want i actually have five night at freddy's on my ipad so that's just a a good simple little jump scare horror game but yeah that that's all i got that those are all my all my thoughts have been pulled out of my brain about scariness and horrorness and and spookiness and, and Halloween. I, so, during this time, when I will scroll on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, whatever, you see pumpkin carvings, like really good pumpkin carvings. And I look at these and I go, how on earth do they do that? Because I've carved a pumpkin before. And it is... I, I cannot get anywhere close to what any of these pictures are showing. It's it's like uh, those kind of step-by-step -step processes. You know, you look at online up online, like how to bake this or how to draw this, whatever. And the step-by-step -step is there, and you follow it step-by-step. -step, but your end product is nowhere close to what they they did. Just makes you feel so bad because it's like, I should be able to carve a pumpkin kind of cool, right? But you can't. I. It's it's always for me. It's always the general like oh some triangles for eyes and 
you know, maybe a little little cool mouth, but that's the most you're going to get. I I do think though that pumpkin carving is one of the weirdest yet coolest forms of art. And I say this because there's there's a lot of different levels to it. There's the whole cutting out bits, but there's also the like shaving bit where you just shave off the the tough orange skin part. Because when you put, because I think the really big thing that kind of brings it together, that makes it such a cool, unique way of doing art, is you put the the light in in the in the pumpkin, making it a jack o' lantern. And with that light, you can do so many things. I've I've seen designs where they've done it, and they obviously have the front all designed, but also there's this thing going on in the back that projects the light onto a wall or something, and it's a different thing and. There's just so much you can do with it. And it's so that I, I think that's just so weird because it's just a pumpkin. It's you grow it, it comes off the vine in the garden, and then you can do this really cool stuff with it. I, I, I do think it's a, a really a really neat neat style of art. Although the the one thing obviously that sucks about it is that pumpkins get all old and nasty and, and, and drippy and droppy and gooey and sticky it's it's not the best after a couple weeks but for that little bit they can look so cool um yeah oh oh my i just i just thought of 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 i said there wasn't wasn't a lot of of scary tv shows but i literally just thought of one because i'm looking up at my bookshelf and i have the 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 graphic novels there uh, but The Walking Dead that that was a, that had its moments, I suppose. It was that was more of a suspense, suspenseful horror. There were a couple jump scares. I don't know how it is now because I don't watch it anymore. But it was interesting. I will say the new Batman coming out. The new Batman coming out looks super interesting. It looks like a psychedelic, like it. It looks like a, a horror film, and I think that's what the director says it kind of is. It's like a gritty horror Batman film. Very excited for it. It's probably my most anticipated film of next year. I think. Maybe John Wick 4. I, I'm excited for John Wick 4 as well. But the, the Batman film looks so good. And I, I will say I probably am more excited for the Batman film. A DC Batman film. More than any of the Marvel stuff coming out next year. I, w- I will say that. Because I've I've had my fill on Marvel. Marvel's Marvel's been... <laughs> It's oversaturating how much Marvel there is right now. But anyway, folks, before, uh, before we do close things out and, you know, call, close this, close up this Halloween episode, I think it is important for a quick, a quick candy rating. And this, this can go and th- this can be used uh, you know for you to decide what candy you want to buy to hand out to people or you can use this little little bit i'm going to tell you to uh eat the good candy because i'm just going to tell you what candy's good and what's not okay just just a couple couple off the top of my my little my little head um airheads they're not that great they can be okay. I I would not. I would never really get them if there were other options. 
So not the best. Starburst, though, I do like Starburst. Um, I think it is important to talk about candy corn because it is Halloween and that's the candy of Halloween for some reason. Candy corn's disgusting. I don't know who who thought candy corn was good. I uh, I know there's there's this really common thing to have like a candy corn mix for Halloween of like candy corn, peanuts, and M&Ms. I know this because my mom will buy it and put it out in the kitchen. And what I would used to do is I would take the little bowl, I'd eat everything but the candy corn, and then put it back and it'd just be a bowl of candy corn. <laughs> because candy corn is disgusting. Candy corn is one of the worst candies. And actually, now that I think about it, I don't even think people hand out candy corn on Halloween. That's not a candy I've ever seen hand, like people, no, people just don't hand out candy corn because it's disgusting. They, it, it's, it's one of those things you buy just because it's Halloween. And I think we should get rid of it. <laughs> uh, now the, the little bit, kind of a little bit of a competition here, Milky Way versus Snickers. Snickers is better than Milky Way because it has the extra peanuts while Milky Way doesn't. I think Milky Way, uh, just being all that gooey caramel, it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of, it just doesn't, doesn't do it for me. Um, like Snickers does. The peanuts really do help in a Snickers. And you know you're not yourself without a Snickers, so you got to get a Snickers. Uh, Hershey's. So Hershey's is the most general, general chocolate there is. It's not bad by any means. It's also not amazing by any means. I, there's a lot of different chocolates I would choose uh, over Hershey, Hershey's. Um, I mean, the, uh, the, the Toblerone, Toblerone, yes, I think that is the, oh, where's it from? Oh my gosh. Toblerone, where from? It is the Switzerland chocolate. Very good chocolate. Um, also kind of any dark chocolates generally good. I guess the Hershey's dark chocolate is okay, but Hershey's it's, it's okay. If you get a Hershey's, you won't be disappointed. Same kind of goes with Hershey Kisses because it's the same thing. But the nice thing about Hershey's is Hershey's and like Kit Kats. I really do like Kit Kats. I actually bought Kit Kats for myself for this Halloween. Kit Kats are, are, are pretty solid candy. But the nice thing about like Hershey's and Kits, Kit Kats and sometimes Skittles is those are the things that you have a chance of getting a full bar of or a full bag of. On Halloween, there's not a lot of things that people would just hand out full full things of. Reese's Cups, Hershey's, Kit Kats. You have a po there's a possibility someone's handing out those full bars of those. And if that is the case, and I will tell you now, if you go to a house and they're giving you a full bar of a Hershey chocolate bar or a Kit Kat bar or a Reese's Cup thing, then you are going to that house more than once. All you have to do, you go up, Trick or treat, get the whole bar, and kind of make a little block loop, little block loop. Oh, you see someone walking by another 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 fellow Halloweener, and you say, hey, I need to borrow that Michael Myers mask real quick. Put it on, back to the house, trick or treat, two full-size candy bars. I mean, come on. It's, it's what you got to do. And another, uh, it came to my mind, another one of those big, like, chances of getting a full-size candy bar is a crunch bar. I love crunch bars. Crunch bars are one of my favorite as well. Those things are delicious. Oh, they're so good. Um, Twix. 
I think there's a big thing about Twix, right Twix, left Twix. I don't know the difference, but they're both bad. I don't think Twix is very good. Uh, and, and this is going to be great. And I'll, I'll tell you why this is going to be great. Because if Connor does listen to this episode, the next time we talk for the show, he is going to he is gonna come out and say, Paul, your candy, your your opinions on candy are so bad. And he's going to, he is going to try to, he's going to call me out. I'll tell you that much. I, if he is listening, Connor, if you're listening, I know you're going to call me out on my candy opinions. <laughs> Skittles. I did talk about it a little bit. Skittles. I love Skittles, but I can never do too much Skittles. The regular Skittles are okay. Really like the wild berry ones and the tropical ones. Those are both very good. The sour Skittles, you can maybe do half a bag before the top of your uh, mouth gets all scratched up and, you know, you, you start feeling weird. But generally, I, I do like Skittles. Sour Patch Kid, the other sour food out there, are okay. The Sour Patch Watermelon, are, are I, I think those are overrated. But generally, they're all right. Now, the Airhead Extremes, that's a good thats a good little sour, sour bit. I like Airhead Extremes. Um, M&M's. So with M&M's, that's another one of the, like, Hershey's, like, very basic candies. But they're better than Hershey's. So... They're basic, but they're great. Regular M&Ms and peanut M&Ms are fantastic. A lot of the other kinds of M&Ms, like the caramel, and uh, I don't know what other ones there are, but the other ones are all bad. Just the regular and peanut are the ones you need. Um, the pretzel, oh, they're pretzel M&Ms. Yeah, that just sounds disgusting just thinking about it. Um, so just stick to those two, peanut and, and regular, and you'll like that. Uh, Twizzlers, I like Twizzlers. Again, that's like the skills. I can't have too many Twizzlers because you just really feel bad. Like with M&Ms, I could eat a lot of M&Ms before I start feeling bad. But with Skittles, I get to a certain point where I go, okay, we're done. Um, Warheads. We got to get into the sour. Warheads. I'm actually a big fan. I like Warheads. I think they're pretty delicious. And I, I do like the sour. I like putting them in my mouth, doing that really like scrunched up, like scrunched up face. And then afterwards, just enjoying it. Skittles or Warheads are, are quite great. Now, the, the little bit, the, the sucker, the suckers in the in the candy industry, Dum Dums, uh, Tootsie Pops, and oh, what's the last one? <laughs> the, the the one with the gum in it, Blow Pop. Is that what it's called? Is that what it's called? What's it called? Guys, help me out here. It is a blow pop. Awesome. So blow pop, Tootsie Pop, Dum Dum. If they were to if they were to go in an order, I would go Blow Pop, Dum Dum, Tootsie Pop. I, I think Dum Dums are just better versions of Tootsie Pops and like who really cares about the Tootsie Roll bit in the middle? And then Blow Pops are really great. I, I like the flavors of Blow Pops. The sour apple, the watermelon, the cherry, they're they're all really good flavors on Blow Pops. Dum Dum Bus flavors are the butterscotch and root beer, 100%. Cotton candy is also pretty good. Um, talk, I, I did bring up Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Rolls, I do like Tootsie Rolls. I, they're they're classic. I, you, you can't go wrong with Tootsie Rolls. Uh, another kind of form factor of Tootsie Roll, Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taffy is also fantastic. I don't think you can go wrong with Laffy Taffy. Um, I'm trying to think of trying to think of other ones. Uh, I guess gummy bears. 
only the Haribo, Haribo ones are the good ones. I, I've never had good gummy bears that aren't Haribo. So if you get the Haribo ones, that's awesome though. That's, that's, that's really good. Good for you. Almond Joy. Who thought Almond Joy was a good idea? Who thought Coconut was a good idea? Who, who even, just no, never, never go with an Almond Joy. You won't enjoy it. Uh, what about the healthy stuff? People give out healthy stuff in Halloween. People give out orange slices. What? Who wants an orange slice? I'm walking around dressed up as Harrison Ford Han Solo trying to get some candy. I don't want to, I don't want your healthy, healthy food. I don't want your, your, your little apple or orange slice. Give me candy. That, like, what are you doing? The only good semi-healthy thing you can get for Halloween are the Welch's fruit snacks or any fruit snacks really, but the Welch's ones, those ones are so good. People who give up fruit snacks, they're playing both sides. They're like, hey, you know, I have something a little bit better than candy in terms of health, uh, but also they're delicious. So those are all good. Uh, mints, you know, who, who, who really wants a mint? Uh, for for Halloween uh, or a candy cane. I don't know if anyone has ever handed out candy canes. I will say candy canes are better than candy corn in association of like a candy to a holiday because candy canes are actually decent compared to candy corn. But just don't, I don't think mints are a great idea really for Halloween because they're just kind of like who, they're boring. Um, hot tamales. I like hot tamales. You sometimes get those packets of hot tamales. But the problem with hot tamales is those little packets never, never suffice. You need more than just that. So either hand out two little bags or give me a whole box of hot tamales. All right. That's all I got to say. Uh, there's this other candy. I think they're called Jujubees. I'm going to check. Jujubees? Jujubees. Yeah, Jujubees. Terrible. I'll tell you why. Uh, I don't know if you know who the, what they are, but they're these like very sticky, chewy, sticky, chewy candies. And they are so sticky and chewy that it gets all stuck up in your teeth. You are going to be trying to peel that stuff out with your thumbnail for a long time. It's just not worth it. The time investment of eating jujubes is not worth it. I think I've covered. I think. I think I've covered a lot. A lot of the. A lot of the candy. The candy tier list. <laughs> the candy tier list off. Off the. Uh, top of my head the ones that matter at least i guess if i didn't name anything it just doesn't matter and you shouldn't eat it or buy it if it wasn't named because it's probably not great most likely i'm, I'm not uh, there's probably a small like one percent of stuff that I didn't say that might be decent but you know other than that other than that <laughs> anyway anyway folks we have talked a long time about candy and spookiness and Halloween. And so it is now that I must send you on your way to either trick or treat or give out candy. I was going to say trick. There's not a term. There's, there's not really a term for the person who gives out the candy. You Oh, you might be the trick or treater or the tr trick or treaty. No. Okay. Either you're going to be Getting candy or giving out candy. One of the two. Uh, either way, enjoy it. Have a good time. Thanks for stopping by on this Halloween to listen to this episode. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to 
follow the show, subscribe to it. If you want to leave a review, go ahead and do that on Apple Podcasts. We will read it out on the show. And if you did, if you did enjoy it, maybe recommend it to a friend or two. See if you know. See if uh, you think you know anybody who might might also enjoy the show. Let them know. And anyway, thanks for listening. Again, have a great Halloween. Have a great week, and stay sticky. Goodbye. <laughs>